So you might've heard a lot of information about brand strategy. However, how do you position yourself to be a brand strategist so that other people know what services you have to offer? That's what we're gonna get into in this episode. What's up to all my freelancers, designers, and creatives? This is Nathan. Welcome to another episode of Freelance Jumpstart, where we bridge the gap between creativity and business. In this episode, we are specifically still talking about strategy. Um, if you don't know, we've been in a series about what strategy is and also how you can use it to really level up as a creative and use it to stand out from all the rest that are out there. Just to level set with everyone and make sure we're on the same page, and maybe this is the first video you're seeing, as I mentioned, there's actually been a whole series, but just to make sure we're all on the same page, uh, more specifically, I define strategy as the following, that first, companies have a mission and vision that they have set, and they're trying to get to execution and reaching their target audience and the people that they serve. And strategy is really the thing that helps them bridge the gap between our mission and vision or overall purpose and goal and how to finally get to more specifically how we're going about executing in a roadmap to accomplish that goal. Strategy is the thing that brings it all together. The interesting thing that I've been observing is that there's been an increase in people who are offering strategy and they're becoming brand strategists and different types of strategies being offered. I believe this is happening because currently there is an increase of individuality right now. So normally with businesses in the past, if you wanted to work with them, it was in a sense, hey, here's what we have to offer. If you want it, come and get it. Things aren't like that anymore. Currently, things are very targeted and tailored to specific type of people, specific types of tribes. So the targeting is very specific. It used to be Let's try to target all mothers. But now technology has come to a place where you can say, no, let's target mothers who only live in California that only have their first child. And then the ads change to match that. So more strategy and strategic thinking is coming up in marketing. Gone are the days where you try to cast like a wide net to reach everybody. That won't work anymore. The more targeted you get, the more effective you will be, and that takes strategy. So that being said, let's get in some things you can do to position yourself as a strategist. The first thing I would say is you will have to overcome imposter syndrome. Now, I actually did an entire video on imposter syndrome. I'll put that in a link below so you can check it out. But really what imposter syndrome is, is maybe you're someone who has built up your skills, but you feel like you're a fake, you're a fraud. If you were to try to put this out there publicly, maybe you're not as good as you first thought, right? And you get nervous. Um, it's almost like a form of stage fright, but outside of the stage. So you feel like an imposter. You feel like you'll be found out. You feel like you don't know enough. And to tell the truth, the one way to overcome that is talk about and at least write out how much you know. Um, how much have you learned? How much schooling have you taken? How many books have you read? How many videos have you watched? How many courses have you taken? More than likely, you have done a lot of work to learn what strategy is. And you have to think about the fact that you have all this knowledge and your client may not have that same level of knowledge. Therefore, they're coming to you as an expert. So 
You can overcome imposter syndrome. I'll put a link for more information, but that is something you will have to overcome. The second thing I'll say is if you want to position yourself as a brand strategist, you will have to teach everything that you know, or in other words, you will have to release regular content on branding, about branding, whether you're talking about something that your company has done, your consulting has offered, or maybe you're examining another brand and you're calling out the value that's there. You're going to have to do this because um, it's important for you to show your own thought leadership that you are an expert. So the more you can write about, whether it's a blog post, whether you start a podcast, maybe you wanna become authority in branding, start a branding podcast. And there's many other things you can do. You can do a guest post. You can go on podcasts. You can even go to and examine other websites and see what have these companies done in the news and break down, you know, their branding and use it for content, whether it's on YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, which is a great place to talk about how much you know and your skills so other people who may hire you can see it. You're going to have to start teaching. You're not teaching to get... 50,000 followers on Instagram or to get a million views on YouTube, you're teaching to show that you have expertise. You don't need everybody in the world to see it. You only need your potential clients to see that you're knowledgeable. The third thing I will say is you will want to use case studies. Now, I also did another video about how to write a case study. So I'll put that in the link below and you can also check that out. But when I say case studies, I really mean walking someone through your proven process that gets results. So you're breaking down what the overall problem was. You talk about how you approached that problem and found out more information, how you went about making certain decisions that led you to a solution that was the result or the overall goal of what someone was trying to get to. So start with someone's goal, walk them through your process and get to the result and talk about what you did uniquely as a brand strategist to accomplish that. So here's the thing, maybe you're thinking, well, I don't have enough case studies to write on my own. That's actually okay. You can do a breakdown of a case study for something else that you see out there. So maybe there's a popular Fortune 500 company and you like their marketing campaign. A good site to go to is adage.com or really adage.com. You can go there. They break down different marketing campaigns and you can weigh in and take that material and create your own case study and break down why it worked. Or you can, in a sense, put a remix on it. Break down whatever it is that they did, but talk about how you would have made it better and how your process would have yielded a similar result or a better result. So whether it be a case study you use for yourself on a previous client, I would say that's the best. But if you don't have that available, then I would say, it actually is okay to break down something else and just show you have knowledge and expertise and could have done similar work. The fourth thing I would say you can do to position yourself as a brand strategist is, in a sense, change your competition and change your market. Um, it's easy to say, hey, I'm a brand strategist and then try to compete with everybody else that's out there. No, you need a targeted focus. So find the people that need brand strategy the most. More than likely, this might be a small to mid businesses. This could even be startups, right? Startups that have been funded, but they really don't have a full fleshed out brand yet and they need help. Or maybe there's a brand that has existed for a long time, but they're somewhat old school, traditional. They're kind of not in modern times. They need an update. You can kind of catch them up. Think like 
the mom and pop uh, pizza place that is in your city that has been popular and is a main staple of the city, but they need help catching up to modern times, things like that. Another thing you can even think about is oftentimes, as I mentioned earlier, we try to compete with all other brand strategists that are out there. Um, really, you don't have to compete with people. You can be their complement. What I mean by that is there's many agencies and companies and studios that focus on one thing. Maybe this video company focuses on only video. They don't do any of the other things. You can come in and be a brand strategist if their clients need help with that. And you can partner together with them to get that done. I've done that with many other people. They've had a design company and their goal is specifically to do design. But they said, hey, we're looking for somebody to do brand strategy. So then I come in, handle brand strategy, make sure that's all laid out for them. And then I hand that off to them so that they don't have to worry about it and they just move forward with whatever it is that they need to do for the design. But my part in the brand strategy was done and taken care of. So you can look to partner with other people or pretty much just go where people need brand strategy the most. A lot of times as startups, people that need a modern update, uh, companies will refresh their brand ever so often. So maybe it's been some years and they need a refresh or just partner with other people who are already getting work, but they need your brand strategy. And the last thing that I'll say sounds like an oxymoron, but it's true. Don't offer brand strategy at all. Here's what I mean by this. So you're asking yourself, how do I position myself as a brand strategist? Now, unfortunately, some people don't know they actually need brand strategy. Therefore, maybe you get them on something else. For me, for example, a lot of times people come to me for digital marketing or web design. And in the midst of talking about web design and digital marketing and different things of that nature, it's pretty clear they don't have a defined brand or a refined brand. They haven't really done the work. So I say, you know, this process would be easier if you already had your brand mapped out. You should go through strategy first, then it will make everything that we're trying to do with your digital marketing or your website a lot easier. And once we do brand strategy, your marketing, whether you work with me or not, is way easier to handle in the future. So in a sense, Maybe you offer a primary service of whatever your passion is. And when people come to you, you say, before we work together, you have to go through strategy. You force them, in a sense, to go through strategy so that they can get to the real end goal of what they want that will be that much more better when strategy is included. This is a tough thing, but this is real because, as I mentioned, it's very frustrating to work with a client and you ask them certain questions Okay, so the website, what are your colors? Um, um, okay, what do you want it to say? How should the copywriting be written? What is the tone? What is the voice? Like, who are you trying to target? We're trying to choose photos for the website. Who or what type of photos should I choose? Is it a hipster or is it an older couple? See, those are the things that could easily be answered if a brand strategy was laid out. So again, in that case, you don't position yourself as a brand strategist. You position yourself as whatever it is you want to be, and then you force the client to do strategy if they want to work with you. Now, here's the thing. I said a lot of things in this video and you might be asking yourself, though Nathan gave me examples and he was practical, I really want to go deeper into a lot of things that Nathan said. So I actually have some book recommendations you can check out. There is a book called 
The Business of Expertise by David C. Baker. This is a great book. It talks about positioning yourself as a strategist, how to go about that deep into positioning and making sure that you're a unique choice in comparison to many other people that are out there. This is a great book. I'll put a link to the book also in the description, but this is a good one to check out. And another book is really anything written by Marty Neumeyer, but I would say uh, you can start with this one. It's called The Brand Gap. So really, he talks about what branding is and really breaks it down and makes it simple. He references many uh, companies that exist right now, like uh, Harley Davidson, Nike, and he just kind of, through examples and breaking down complex things and making them easy, does a great job of explaining what branding is. So reading this over and over, and he has other books. I'll put those links down below. But he has other books. Check this out because as you read this over and over, It'll just become a part of your thinking and you'll be a better brand strategist. So that's another thing to consider and another thing to think about. Thank you for taking the time to check out this episode. I greatly appreciate it. If you like anything I had to say, give this video a thumbs up. And if you really liked anything I had to say, hit that subscribe button. Really subscribing lets me know that the content I'm putting out is helping out the audience. So I know there's many people who watch videos that are not subscribed because I can see it in my YouTube analytics. So Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Help out your boy. Let me, you know, rise in the ranks of subscribers and hit the bell icon so you can be notified of any new updates. This whole video is put together because of a question. Somebody asked a question in the comments and I wanted to expand on the answer, so I made a video. That means actually listen to what my audience has to say. Well, of that being said, thank you once again. And remember, you are valuable. Catch you in the next video.